you greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its, uh, you water its ridge abundantly. You settle its furrows. You make it soft with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. They drop on the paths of the wilderness. And the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered with grain. They shout for joy and they also sing. Is it kind of like, like Lord, Lord's just kind of like giving good things? Do you believe? Now, now listen, don't read into what I'm not saying. But do you believe that God's a good God? <laughs> And the Bible says that if we as parents know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more does God want to? Right or wrong? Yeah. So we need to understand. So that word crown means, it, it means to end it all, or, or this is, uh, it's, it's, or to crown it all, to, on top of all these things that have happened already, that's what crown it means. He's adding all on top of this. And so I want to say to you that for 2023, God wants to crown your year with goodness. In Jesus' name. This year might have had some serious challenges. <laughs> so David's writing this psalm and he's writing about the harvest time. And he's talking about all the hard work that they've put in. Because remember, they didn't have tractors and plows in those days. They dug holes. They planted hay manually. There was a lot of work that went in there. When they were weeding everything, they had to go with a hoe and clean up or whatever they used, a stick or a, in those days. I'm not too sure. And all of a sudden to see the harvest at the end of the season. And I want to say to you that there's a harvest coming if you and I will not back off. I don't know about you, but I love good news. I love good news. I also want to say this to you. Never determine the end time score by the half time score. Because somewhere along the line, we take blows. And somewhere along the line, like Ludwig was saying, that during praise and worship with the kids, they were fighting each other, climbing the poles, and they're doing all sorts of crazy things. And they go, oh, Lord. And then all of a sudden, something changes. I want to tell you that God can make a suddenly moment happen for you. As long as you don't give up. But it's all about attitude. It's about an attitude. You see, Charles Swindle said this, attitude to me is more important than facts is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failure, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It's more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. How many of you walked into a home and the atmosphere is so dick you can cut it with a knife? I must tell you a funny story. We went to go and visit some people it's long back in, in, we'd just been married, and um, we're going to go and do a visit of a couple in the church, and the only problem is we went a week earlier. So we were only supposed to go the next, I think it was a Tuesday or something, and we, so we were there. And when we, 
<laughs> when we got to the door, there was World War Three happening on the inside. You could hear, so now we're thinking, we're supposed to be here. We're thinking we're on the right date. Meanwhile, we're a week early. Knock on the door. They open the door. Hi, it's good to see you. But there was Third World War going on on the inside of there. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, the atmosphere was a bit challenging that day. <laughs> so listen, there's some things in life that you and I can't change. We can't change it. But there are some things that we can. Let's change those. Let's change the things that can be changed. You can't change other people. So leave them alone and let God work in them. But you can change you by asking Jesus to help. And so let's change us. Let's change our attitude. Let's change the way we handle things. Let's change everything that we can. You see, in life, I'm told that 10% of our life is what happens uh, to us, and 90% is how we react to it or respond to it. Does horrible things happen to nice people? Of course it does. And you can either let that become the stumbling block, or you and I can step up above it and respond in a godly way, and we see the thing change. So, I am almost sure, this, uh, I'm almost sure that every single one of us in this room have had to forgive somebody for something. <laughs> How easy was it? Well, it all depends what they did. But some things were cut very deep, and it took a lot to forgive, number one, because then that was the healing process of it. And if you didn't, you would have seen them in the street, you would have seen them in the, seen them in the shop, you would have seen them somewhere, and they would have been happy, and you would have been grumpy. Am I talking to the right people? Because that's how it was with me. Until I forgave, and then I would go out of my way. Because here's the deal. You will never know, have you forgiven or are you healed from something until you face that person or that situation again. You will never know. When you put yourself in the lion's den, then you'll know. Am I healed of this thing or whatever? And, and so we can handle those things. We, we can change those. So I, I've loved, this is naughty Basil now, okay? But when, when people have got offended and I've said sorry and all that kind of stuff, and, and when, you, when you're walking down the street in the town and they see you, you normally see they go to the other side of the street. Huh? Do you know what Basil does? He goes to the other side of the street too. <laughs> Hi, it's good to see you, man. But with a genuine in my heart, not to try and stab them with a knife. Genuine in my heart. It is good to see you. I got hurt just as, I don't say this, but inside. I got hurt just as much as you got hurt. But you know what? I'm prepared to get over this thing. So we're talking about end strong so that we can start strong. And so the truth is this. Okay, well, let's rewind again. So life is about walking in faith. I have to trust God with the stuff that I can't see. Because when people hurt you or things go wrong or mountains, you, you face mountains, you don't know how that thing's going to turn out. So the only thing that I have is my faith in Jesus Christ. That God is for me. 
And somehow, either I'm going to get over the mountain, through the mountain, under the mountain, around the mountain. I don't know how it's going to work. But we're getting on the other side. And so that's why faith becomes an important part of this. So we all know Hebrews eleven six. it says, without faith, it is impossible. You're not going to deal with anything. You're not going to overcome anything if faith is not included. You're not going to end this year on a high if faith is not in operation. And you're not going to start 2024 in a good place if faith is not in operation. So I have to believe that what I cannot see, the tomorrows, the next years, and that kind of stuff, that God has got that stuff in control. So if that is true, if I need faith in everything that I do, what must I be cultivating in my life now? If you are waiting for when you are facing a challenge to start to cultivate the things that's going to help you in that, you're going to find, you're going to have a problem. If you and I are good builders, wise builders, we should be building things into our life before. So when the enemy pushes the button, I'm ready. I'm ready. So, first one that you and I should be putting into our, our life is hearing the word. Hearing the word. What did I say? Hearing the word. I want to tell you that there's no replacing the word because the faith comes by hearing the word. I've got to get in to, I can't ride on somebody else's faith. I can't ride on somebody else's confession. I've got to ride on my own. I've got my own boat to float. And so therefore, if I'm going to end 2023 in a good place, I've still got to be feeding myself the word. Let me tell you why I'm saying this. December is normally the greatest casualty month in Christians' lives. More people backslide and turn away from the Lord in December than in any other month. You know why? Because they get tired, and when they go on holiday, they leave Jesus behind. Don't do that. Keep feeding yourself the Word. If you don't want to read the Word, put on your phone and listen to it. You've got to keep feeding the Word because faith doesn't come in any other way. And so what happens is hearing the word is going to initiate faith on the inside of me. Number two, I then have got to turn the hearing into speaking. I've got to keep on speaking the word. When I speak the word, it's going to activate my faith. How do I know what you believe? When you open your mouth. When you're in a tough place, and I ask, what do you believe in God for? Then I'm going to hear what you actually believe. Do you believe God can do this? Yes, I'm not too sure. Okay, you're not convinced yet. Do you believe God can do this? You know what? This is what the word says. Dush, 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 dush. I'm standing on that. Then I know faith has been activated inside you. Because you can't, people can't stand, people can stand with you. But people can't fight that battle for you. And then number three, doing the word. Doing it. A lot of people hear it, but never do it. James says, be a doer of the word, not just a hearer of the word. So somewhere along the line, we've got to put the word into action. Why? Because when I do the word, it's going to demonstrate my faith on the inside. 
Sometimes you're going to have to get a little bit vocal about your faith. Why? Because when you're in a fight, you want to make sure the enemy knows, I'm not backing off on this one. I'm not backing off. So it's a fact. Would you agree with me that God is big and God is good? Can I have some partition? Is God big and God good? Okay. <laughs> good, I'm glad. The problem is, that doesn't impact your life. Saying God is good and that He's big doesn't change your life. It's how you see God and what you believe about God that will change your life. I'm going to say that again. It's how you see God and how you believe and what you believe God that will change your life. Because what you see and what you do is going to demonstrate what you believe. And so that's why we can't be Christians that just sit on the fence and just say the right things, but it's not coming from here. Many of us, I said it in the prayer time, many of us miss heaven by 18 inches. It's head knowledge, not heart knowledge. We know it. We say the right things, but it's never changed our life. It's never become real to us. Maybe I'll do a sermon on missing heaven by 18 inches one day. We're going to land. It's just a taster. I don't know when we'll finish the other half of this one. So, what must I do to start strong and finish strong? You have to do exactly the same as you did when you started originally. If you want to start strong and finish strong, you have to do exactly the same thing that you did originally. Can I just give them to you and then we will, number one, hear the word. Number two, speak the word. And number three, do the word. You want to finish 2023 strong? You're good. You're amazing. Jeez. Amen. Amen. We'll finish that off. Maybe next week. I'm not too sure. We'll see how where it goes to. Father, we love you so much. We want to thank you that, God, you've brought us so far this year. You've looked after us. You've taken care. You've, you've moved things on our behalf. You've made level place for our feet. And, Lord, we've seen your mighty hand move on our behalf. And I want to thank you for every single one here. But more than that, Father, I want to thank you for what you are still going to do. Because you've not finished with us yet. In Jesus' name, you, your word says that you who began a good work will bring it to completion. So, Father, will you keep working? Will you keep altering? Will you keep uh, causing us to be your workmanship, created for good works in Christ Jesus? I thank you, and I give you praise.
commit every single one to you. May this week be an amazing week. Lord, will you give us wisdom on the things that we need to have answers for? Will you position us correctly so that, God, we will have the conversations that you want us to have? Father, I pray that wherever we are, we will have mercy for the people that need to receive mercy. Will we lavish them with love, Lord? Will you increase our capacity with everything we need? For this week, I pray in Jesus' name, amen.